Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Get Real with Dr. Ronay, Doctor of Clinical Psychology and Trauma Specialist. Dr. Ronay Calvert is Executive Director of Live Treatment Concierge Services. Live Treatment provides a unique wraparound approach of concierge services in person and virtually, specifically tailored to each client with a level of effectiveness that transcends any other program. In her daily experience of guiding clients to recovery and emotional freedom, Dr. Renee Calvert gets real to shed light on subjects that have remained in the shadows with courage and compassion. Joined by Bindi Height, international spiritual coach and mentor from Ethical Change Agency, with the mission to inspire change makers and holistic healers to create collective change to make the world a better place through the power of human connection, purpose, and podcasts. It's time to get real. Hey, Renee. Hey, Mindy. Now, uh, I want to talk to you about getting a life, um, how to discover and develop your passions and purpose at any point in your life. Now, we talk to people about this all the time, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's my belief that without passion, without things to be truly passionate about, there is no purpose. Mm. So it's absolutely integral. It's vital to identify what your passions are and to follow them um, yeah. in order to give life meaning. Mm. And, you know, yeah, you and I have both had so many coaching clients um, where they come to us and, and they just feel like they don't know what their purpose is in life anymore. Um, you know, they, they feel like they've lost meaning um, and um, we help them try to find that again. So... How do you define your passion or your purpose? The first place, my starting point that I always love to ask myself and others is um, what brings you joy? And to me, you know, joy is one of those words, with, it may be just personal to me. When I think of joy, that word, you know, it's not just kind of like what brings you peace or what makes you content or what could you tolerate. But when I think of joy, I think of exuberance. I think of the joy of like a child, you know, like that childlike wonder of what's my next discovery? What, what am I, what do I want? What's my next challenge? What's the next thing I get to dig my hands into, you know? And joy is very much associated with this kind of unabashed sense of dreaming and, and believing that those dreams can become reality. So the first starting point for me is always, what brings you joy? Mm. And maybe it's been a long time since you've thought about 
what brought you joy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of been a series of have tos or shoulds, you know, but when you think about what brings you joy and you think about, you know, if no one were, it's kind of like that expression, you know, dance, like no one dance, like nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about what brings you joy, when you think about not what you have to do, but what you would want to do. Um, and the last time you felt that feeling, last time you felt joy in knowing that you were following your intuition, that you were following your gut of what you wanted, of what you believed in, um, what you dreamt about and making the dreams a reality, what were you doing? Mm. What were you envisioning? Yeah, and it's something that you and I have spoken about several times on on different podcasts and, um, you know, um, it's also about making time and space for yourself um, when, you know, you find that joy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you have to, if we're so busy doing the next should or putting the next check in the box, which, you know, we have to treat ourselves with some compassion too. You know, we have to treat ourselves with some compassion as well. The reality is that life does have shoulds to it. Mm. Adulting is hard. We don't get to stay kids forever. But in essence, we also do. As long as we check in with that inner sense of joy. Um, Yes, we need to grow up. Yes, we need to handle adult responsibilities. But that doesn't mean that we have to let go of passion. Mm. It doesn't mean we have to let go of those things that bring us joy and meaning. We were talking about adulting, Mm. and adulting is hard work. But the idea is that doesn't mean it's at the total abandonment of the things that bring you joy. Mm. In fact, by embracing that joy and touching base with it as often as possible, Whatever our goals are, whatever our adulting goals are, the things that we should do or have to do, hopefully want to do and have to do if we're lucky, um, touching base with that joy, that passion, it's just going to fuel everything else in your life to feel a little bit better. It's actually going to make you a better person, a more fulfilled individual. And more fulfilled individuals, happier people, you know, happier people with more to give. Mm. of themselves also attract more to themselves you know it's it's you know like like meets like Mm. you know so if you're getting in touch with your joy then you're also putting out there into the universe that you would like joy to surround you yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that connection between um, joy and and being a child or being childlike. Um, you know, as we've said before, you know, as an adult, uh, we forget the the art of play and and being childlike we we think we don't have to have that in our life anymore but that's where the spirit of joy actually comes from um and it's when we you know grow into an adult that you know all these other beliefs and fears and all that other junk uh gets piled on top and we forget the art of play and being childlike and finding that true spirit of joy absolutely and oftentimes we forget or we we don't acknowledge that that voice that says that voice of fear that says whatever that voice is we write our own narrative okay we just sometimes realize that we're not holding the pen Mm. so we have these kind of pages written in our minds about you're too old to do this that's silly 
you're going, you know, that's not worth it. It's a waste of your time. Um, you know, it's too late for you. Um, what if you're not good at it? Whatever the case may be, when we were kids and we were dreaming big and, um, you know, those, those fears, those voices, they, they, they didn't exist. Mm. But when they exist now, whether or not we recognize exactly where they came from, what's most important is to recognize that they didn't come from an internal place, that we were not born with those and that children don't have the fear of living big or dreaming big. Fears come later in life. Fears come from learned experiences where we tried something that maybe didn't go perfectly. But more importantly than trying something that didn't go perfectly is what we told ourselves about that moment at that time in our life and the belief that we continue to carry. So I tried, it didn't go well, therefore X, Y, and Z. Those messages are incredibly important. So how we internalized that living our passion, living our joy is something that we veered away from. It's the same way we internalize the importance of getting it back. Mm. And it's it's incredible how unconsciously we take on those beliefs and those voices and, and those stories of, of others that are in our lives or that have come before us. Um, and unknowingly, we carry those um, as our own. And if we can shake those, we can find that joy and, and let those go. Absolutely. And to me, shaking those is all about living your life, hence get a life, right? And yeah. whose life are you living? Yeah. Whose life are you living? What are you living for? You know, and, and that's, that's really, that's really the idea here is, is what do you want to be doing? Yes, there's the need to be doing, but what do you want to be doing? What fulfills you? What brings you joy? And it, and you are important enough and actually the world around you and everything you touch will only benefit from you finding that. Um, so it's well worth doing. And when we go back to that place inside of ourselves that is always known what brings us joy, it's just about whether or not we can get out of our own way to allow ourselves to experience those moments. And as adults, we're not used to being asked, what do you really want? And we don't know the answers, do we? Um, I know I got asked that and I, I drew a blank one day. And yeah, when you actually find the answer to that question, wow, does your life turn around? Um but getting back to finding that spirit of joy, it just, it can start with the simplest things, kind of like gratitude and appreciation just for every single day. Absolutely. I mean, for me and for my clients, um, regardless of what time of day it is, I love to start the day and end the day with this, but it could be at any time. I think it's especially important when things are difficult or mm. like necessarily going our way, or we are scared, we are afraid, we find ourselves hitting barriers um, to write a gratitude list. Even if it's a mental gratitude list, um, what are you grateful for? Right now, as it stands, if nothing changed, what are you grateful for? Because we can lead ourselves to believe that Joy, happiness, contentment, having what we want creates gratitude, but it's actually the opposite. It's being grateful for what we already have that actually lends itself to creating more reasons to be grateful. So when we begin our day or end our day with, gosh, let me, where am I choosing to focus? Mm. 
where am I focusing today? Am I focusing on everything I have, everything I am, everything I'm made of, the fact that I'm, the fact that I'm trying, the fact that I have support, the fact that if I don't have support, I have the courage to seek support, whatever it is that you can acknowledge is positive, you will find whatever it is that you're looking for. So if you're looking for the what's wrong, if you're looking for the barriers, if you're looking for the walls, it's all you're going to see. And so by beginning the day or stopping at certain points during the day and just saying, hold on, what am I grateful for? It's, it's really kind of revisiting those moments of let me switch my mindset right now toward looking for all of those positive things. And as you look for the positive, the more positive you see, the more positive you become. Mm. And the more reasons to be grateful will come into your life. It really is kind of a one plus one equals two equation. I've actually never met somebody who was genuinely content or happy that was not grateful. Yeah. And I always use the um, analogy. It's it's like putting on a, a new pair of glasses or a new new lens over things. So <clears throat> you actually look at things completely differently. So, you know, it could be as simple as, um, you know, enjoying a sunset or a sunrise or, or nature or just the birds or just simple little things that uh, surround you that normally you're not conscious of. You have this whole new lens that you look at the world differently and you have this consciousness of everything you appreciate around you and it changes your whole mindset and if you can just put those lenses on and look at things differently, it can change your whole whole outlook. Absolutely. And, you know, I love that you just said, you know, it's those little things because you're right. And it is the way we tend to, to think about things. But even in, even in that narrative, right, you're absolutely right. It's the little things like the sunset, mm. right? We've learned to believe that those are little things. The truth of the matter is, is that whatever our coworker said to us at work that really ticked us off or made us feel less than, or the conversation that we had with an ex that we ran into at the supermarket, or reading something that about the world around us that was really just a downer, those are those also could be considered little things. It's the weight that we give things mm. and the way that our minds can work oftentimes is that negative takes up more space in our mind and holds more weight than positive. And it, it's just, that's the mindset. It's, you know, the little things can also be the, the things that actually make life feel difficult. The little things can actually become the things that get in the way of our passion and our purpose. And the big things are the ones that actually bring light to that. You know, as something as quote unquote simple as watching the sunset and feeling, you know, so small and yet so significant and connected to the world around you. That's not little at all. No. The BS at work with your coworker, that's the little thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I love to look at it. Like, you know, just, just. And people who know me know that I love my sunsets. And so, um, you know, when you think of where you are in the world and, and yeah, how, how small you are, but how big that event is every single day, it just changes the way you look at life. Absolutely. Mm. How, how, how big and how broad and how vast 
everything seems around you and yet how connected you are and the impact you do have in your life and in the lives of others. It's because you're choosing to look at that sunset. Mm. Because you're because at that moment you are connected to God knows how many millions of people around the world who are also looking at a sunset at that moment. You know, it's 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 instances like that that we don't realize, you know, the significance of of the quote unquote little things. Mm. You know? And you know, it's it's never too late for us to find our joy, regardless of how old we are, whatever we've been through, um, whatever stage we are in at, in life, um, and there's no right or wrong. Whatever makes you happy and brings you joy, it can never be wrong. I completely agree with that, and I think that the idea of something that, that brings us joy being wrong is something that, you know, Obviously, we're not talking about things that hurt yourself or others. There's nothing joyful about that. Mm. Um, But coming from a healthy place, coming from a healthy mindset of knowing and trusting that gut and that intuition. um, I also have clients of mine that that really can't connect with that side of themselves. Mm. They, They can't remember the last time they did something that, really brought them joy or they feel so distant from it that it no longer feels part of themselves. They have no interest in something that they might've had interest in at a much younger age. And to that, I say life is nothing if not a learning experience of being able to explore and discover and renew our sense of self, our sense of purpose and meaning, um, our passions, discovering them, discovering old ones, discovering new ones. And so my advice about that is trial and error. Take some things on that you think you might be interested in and spitball it, Mm. you know? And what's the danger in finding something that you may not have realized that you love, but yet you find out that you do, you know? And if it doesn't work out, you're, you're not any worse for it. You know, you're, you're, you're conducting a life experiment. You know, you're, you're basically allowing yourself the courage to say, I'm going to try something without necessarily knowing the outcome. What I know right now is I want some joy in my life. I want some, I want some release. I want to feel alive. And I want to feel as though my life is in touch with its passion and its purpose. And so working at that, playing at that, playing and working (laughs) toward that goal. um, That to me is what life is about, you know, being able to follow that passion all the way through to a sense of purpose, renewing or finding your sense of purpose, perhaps for the first time, that can never be wrong. Mm. And I I love what you said there about um, feeling alive. Um, You know, there's so many uh, clients that I've had as well where we've had to dig really deep to find something that that sparks that joy. And, you know, when we get to that that granular level where we go, okay, we really can't come up with anything, let's just wipe the slate clean and dream big. And um, that's where we start. And actually, 
you know, the meditation that we've got um, accompanying this episode is all about that embodiment of feeling alive and recreating that joy when you can't find it. So it really is about recreating those feelings that you feel of elation, um, you know, when you are in those moments of joy. Absolutely. And I think doing a meditation on that is so absolutely essential for waking up, you know, our subconscious. You know, we're waking up that part of us that knows how to dream without barriers and boundaries and walls. And we're connecting that to our body and our brain in ways that create a deja vu experience. So when we're going to try these things and we're going to dream in real life without sleeping, without meditating, you know, we remember our, our minds, our souls, our bodies remember that feeling because we've meditated on it. It is indeed a practice in getting our mindset back to that place. And from there, we're strengthening those neural pathways that actually create the opportunity for more of that in our lives. Mm. So it's a very important piece to sit with and to meditate on and to allow to just kind of envelop you in this sense of, you know, being lost in that moment. Um, I just also want to say too, that, you know, getting a life and finding your passion and purpose is also about having the compassion to understand that we're not going to feel joy every minute of every day. Mm. It's, it's not natural to, you know, not have the have to's or the things that we must do or the checks that you put in the boxes, but that's why it's ever more important to touch base with that sense of joy as often as possible. Because the have-tos, the shoulds, the musts, um, the things that are adulting, um, that we, that we, the responsibilities that we have um, as adults in our lives, um, we'll, we'll get through those just fine. Um, we'll get through them much, much better if we're touching base with that sense of joy. I mean, understanding that because we're not feeling joyful every minute of every day, that's all the more reason for that gratitude, that those, those moments, those hours, those that turn into days, months, and years, that's about where we choose to focus. And that's about how much dedication, time, belief, love, effort we're willing to put into our dreams, we're willing to put into our passions. And I can think of no better way to spend our time. Absolutely. And it, it is that contrast in life, you know, it's just like the light and the dark, you can't have one without the other. So, you know, joy is not a constant, it's a contrast. So, and speaking of joy, music is one of ours. So for this episode, Ronay, what is your song? My song is I Lived by One Republic. Nice. And uh, mine is Life by Desiree. And uh, as mentioned earlier, we've also got the meditation to accompany this episode, Find Your Joy. You can find the songs in our playlist on Spotify by searching Get Real with Dr. Ron A. And you can find the meditations on Insight Timer. Thanks for getting real with me, Dr. Ron A. Thanks for getting real with me, Bindi. Thank you for tuning in to Get Real with Dr. Ron A. If you've loved the show and would like to experience coaching with coaches like Dr. Ron A or Bindi, through Live Treatment Concierge Services, visit livetreatmentvip.com.
Oh, welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.